DG's bent over for TK. Welcome back to another edition of the Tie My Skates podcast. It's DG, Z, Johnny, and Coots. And we got another great episode for you guys today. But to start, it's been a little bit. How are you boys doing today? Good, man. Cool. Lots lots happened since uh since we last talked. Flyers lost 10 games again. <laughs> <laughs> most notably. Yeah, that is most notably. You're right. How you doing, Coots? Doing great. I kind of have a clogged ear. Um, you know how you wake up with a clogged ear? <laughs> Were you swimming again? Dude, you know how you wake up with a clogged ear and then Who you know gave you, you a wet like, willy. Yeah, pretty much. You know you can like you rub it out, you know, a little bit. Yeah, and then it rub goes away. Out. Yeah, wait. <laughs> oh, you lost <laughs> You know you're su- you know you're supposed to stop the Q tip when there's resistance, right? Yeah. <laughs> Was your dog licking in your ear, man? I don't know what happened. I had a crazy dream though. Well, what <laughs> wait, else? Wait, what, wait, else? Wait, what happened in the dream? What, wait, what else would he do if he puts peanut butter in there like he does? <laughs> I was thinking the but same thing. Johnny. Still clogged. Three days later, I might gotta get checked out. I don't know what's going on. Got to get a plumber in there to figure it out, buddy. Yeah. What about uh, Cute? You mentioned a dream. We know you're a dreamer, and sometimes your dreams come to reality. What's this dream that you had? I just was kidding. I, I actually didn't have a dream. <laughs> You're lying to us. Straight lying to us on the podcast. All right. The much lesser known, I didn't have a dream speech. Yeah. Oh. There you go. All right. Let's get into the first segment, news and notes. We got a couple things to talk over here. Uh, first and least notably, uh, the Flyers waived Kiefer Bellows. So, and he cleared, obviously. Uh, so that whole experiment's over. You guys have any thoughts on this? I don't really have much to say. Just wanted to point out that it did indeed occur. So, I mean, he did nothing on the Islanders. They waved him. We picked him up. He did nothing for us. We waved him. So, I don't care. He Somebody was like was, a, he was just a guy out there. I was very intrigued with the pickup, and I thought maybe he could be like kind of a tippet ish, you know, first first round pick. Maybe he could find his game here. He buried in the lineup a little bit in uh with the Islanders. But when he was called up with us, man, he just looked looked timid out there. He didn't really look like he belonged. So maybe he finds his game in the AHL, but I mean, honestly, I'm not looking into it deeper than that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the right it was the right kind of move to make, especially with this roster that just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, our I team's think- so bad it's worth it was worth the risk and it didn't pan out. So not much to think about there. I think he could maybe st- I think he would have to go to like a more offensive team to make a difference. Like he wasn't good on like Trotz's defensive team and sort of the the I forget their coach now, but he was Trotz's assistant who took over um in on Long Island. Sort of the runs the same sort of uh you know defense uh first sort of game plan and then sort of same thing here with Torts super hard on 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 like you know playing well defensively but if he went to like a Colorado or a a Maple Leafs or Tampa or something where he doesn't really have to focus on defense too much are you saying like it could turn he'd around. be good if he played with McKinnon or Rantanen or Stamkos or Kucherov or Braden Point he'd be good on those teams 
or Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner or John Ferris. <laughs> Maybe he'd have or, a higher Nylander. No, I'm just I saying, like, I, I don't I, I don't think uh for the type of player he is or he was in, in uh was he a juniors guy or was he a, a USHL guy? Don't ask me. Whatever. I, I think Coots could play well draft, on those teams. Um Coots and Kiefer are on the same. I still got it. Here. Wasn't the thing that he had a shot? Like, doesn't he still wasn't he supposed it. to have a nice <laughs> shot? Wasn't he supposed to be a goal scorer? Bellows going into the draft? Or am I thinking of someone else? No idea what this report was. Johnny, can you help me? You're talking to the wrong people. Here. I got no clue. You got no clue. All right, never mind. I will rescind all my points then. <laughs> all right, let's. Pre- all right, everybody, let's pretend like uh, Z didn't just ramble on there for a minute. Um, let's move on. A <laughs> uh, couple of notable items that are actually relatively important: uh, Cam Atkinson and JVR look like they are close to returning. Woo! It looks like JVR might be closer. Um, as you're listening to this, he might already be back. Uh, Torch said that as long as things come back good, he has a chance of playing on Wednesday, December 7th against the Capitals. So then Atkinson has been seen practicing in a game line jersey, basically meaning that he's not in a no-contact jersey. He's practicing with the team 100%, taking hits and whatnot. Um, so that's pretty good. I don't know what you guys think, but like, we're getting healthy again, which is kind of awesome. Uh, I know we like theoretically still want to lose games, but I like seeing the actual team play instead of you know a couple of AHLers playing. Yeah, they yeah I mean, for this, sure. This team has pretty much lost my viewership. I'm like barely watching games now. From like literally watching every game of every season. You're like Russ Joy doesn't even watch the games and has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do I, I do watch the highlights. I I mean I'll watch it if I'm not going to like go out of my way to watch the game, which I used to do. Um but yeah, I I'll be more enticed to, to watch I guess if there's some some more of the regulars are back in. Yeah, I still yeah, I think when we're fully healthy, I still think we're good enough to lose games. So that's good. <laughs> we're good enough to lose. Just games. good enough to lose games. That's where that's right where you want to be. <laughs> um I, for one, still watch the games. I, I know Z said you don't, really. Um, I like throwing them on in the background as I'm, like, doing some work or, like, playing Xbox, something like that. Um, you know, I'd say about 50% of the games I watch, like, with full attention. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with with these past couple of years, like, it's, it's hard. Like, we're hardcore fans, I would say. We have a fucking podcast. Like, we're hardcore fans. It's still difficult to watch these games just because of what has happened these past couple of years. Um, but yeah, I'm looking gonna, forward yeah. to seeing I mean, Cam Atkinson. I want to see get Cam some Atkinson. Hero, we're going to get some hero commenting on this saying, oh, these guys are frauds. They don't watch every game. All right, you watch 82 games. This horse shit. Yeah. Only, all, the, the real fans will, will know. I don't even fucking, like, I, I would used to know, like, the schedule, like, two weeks ahead. I didn't know there was a game last night against Colorado until I walked outside and saw someone in a Flyers jersey. I was like, yeah, there's probably a game tonight. <laughs> well, wow, someone wearing a Flyers jersey in Philly. In a Flyers yeah, jersey. Why, exactly. <laughs> That's the only reason wild. there has to be a game. They have to why be the going fuck to the was game that guy right doing now. that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> they were on their way to the game. Funny enough, I've probably watched more games recently than in the beginning of the season. And I, I actually thought they'd been playing better. The lot, like, first the Devils and Avalanche. I mean, obviously they won, but they, they got a long ways to go. I'm not saying they're, they're going to make the playoffs or 
whatever, but it it's fun to actually see him battle for once instead of just roll over and die, you know? So it's definitely a different team from the past two years because this team actually like fights every game and they're more resilient. Yeah. Well, they're, and they're actually playing a style of hockey instead of just being like, Oh, yep. We're going to lose this game and not really try because we suck. Yeah. They actually give a shit every game. I think even when we lose, like it's maybe like a one goal game or it's, it's close at least until midway through the third where it gets out of hand. Um, that that's I mean, the torch. That's the torch effect. Torch is doing it the right way. He he knows what he's fucking doing, and he's doing it the right way. And even from like a GMing standpoint, he knows what he's fucking doing, which we can get to later. But we needed torch like five years ago, not now. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with torch now. I think he's the right coach no, no, for I'm this cool team moving now, forward. We got. Him I for do four like how years. It is good to have him now because he's pretty much calling out Chuck yeah. inadvertently. Yeah. And and calling out the direction of the team and and I think it's very much needed to have a little bit of honesty to, you know, the loyal fans of Philadelphia. I mean, we deserve it. <laughs> yeah, if if it was a, a lesser seasoned coach that was hired instead of Torts, that would they would just be like Chuck's yes man and would just like like fucking Yo, last year, and just like would break down yeah, yeah. fucking fucking like, yeah. press conferences. I forgot that guy exists. Just like not even know <laughs> like what the fuck is going on, and not want to throw anyone under the bus. And Torts is just like, yeah, dude, look at the fucking team we're icing. Like no shit, we're losing. <laughs> but he's like, this is how you have to build a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we dive in more to Torts, um. Just one last thing from news and notes. Chuck Fletcher confirmed that <laughs> that Ryan Ellis will not play this season. Um, it's the last thing I wanted to touch on. It's kind of funny just because Chuck basically had that press conference and essentially gave as little to no actual information. It was just an injury update. And like one of the biggest quotes that came from it was Ryan Ellis out for the season, which everyone and their fucking mother knew. Just another, honestly, it just piles onto the reasons why hey, I thanks, Chuck. hate that guy. We got to go back to our uh, uh, off-season predictions of how many games Ryan Ellis would play. I believe Johnny and I said less than four. I don't think I, I said, I think I said, I don't think I said any. Yeah, I, I think you might have said nothing. I said less than four. I think I think like I was 20. I think I was really I optimistic. You were like, like 60 half. games or something. <laughs> Dude said he, I think he comes in at the end of the season, gets it. I think I was pretty optimistic. Yeah. Too. You said like 20 something. We we got to go back and check that out though. I mean, like this is everyone fucking knew this. And I, mean, speak, I love how it's a th- shame. this was, well, let's go back to the uh, um, free agency com- uh, press conference where Chuck goes, well, we don't know what's going on with Ryan Ellis. I can't. I can't fucking commit money to Goudreau. We don't know what's happening with Ryan Ellis, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just about to say before you jumped in, I was like, yeah, that would have been a nice six million to have free in the uh in the end free agency. Would have been useful. I think we needed about six. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Just about. Wonder, Probably wonder exact- what we need that for. I think it might have been exactly that much. But not to mention, you could have went over the salary cap in the offseason and figured the cap out afterwards. But is was, yeah. is there a worse, like, wasted trade than that three-way trade? I don't even think it's the waste. I, I think that was honestly probably one of Chuck's best trades, and I think I would have done it every single time. You just didn't 
know that the dude was going to play four I think total Nashville games for knew. the team. See, that's the most fucked up part is that Nashville probably did know, and they fucking. That's why they didn't get. Hold they that did shit. not get so, and like a lot for him at all. What a meatball! I think the uh, whatever, whatever Detroit uh, and Arizona traded for Datsuk's contract was probably a better trade. You you might not, or you might be right there. <laughs> um, all right. Stronger still getting paid by uh, the Coyotes. <laughs> he might be on the book still, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think Osa, I think too. Osa and Bronger are still in their books. I know Briz <laughs> is still on our books. Um, oh man, that's a whole other thing. Um, all right, let's go into Flyers updates. We were already talking about Torts a little bit, but just to reiterate, uh, the Flyers' record to start, we are nine, twelve, and five, which is good enough for seventh place in the Metro and twenty fifth out of thirty two teams in the entire NHL. So we're right on track to where we want to be. <laughs> 20 what some may say 25 out of 32 isn't it amazing that there, there's seven teams worse than us yeah i don't think it, that's that amazing because there's definitely some bad guy. bad great, teams that's great, uh, below us i mean the ducks <laughs> in arizona I, pop into mind i guess the surprising one which isn't surprising because coots called it is st louis is right behind us they're 26th they've been having yeah, really a, bad a pretty bad season I didn't think they'd be that bad, though, in fairness. But I did think maybe they'd lose some steam. I, and yeah. I thought Anaheim would be turning around this season, but they're 6-17-3. and three. They're worse than the league. They're putting together the young talent, and it's they got, they're fun kind to of, watch. Kind, still, of like, kind of like <laughs> yeah. the Devils, how they accumulated these young guys, and it's yeah. finally starting to pay off. Uh, I, I feel the same way about the Ducks. But before we start talking about a fuck ton of other teams – Let's keep it on the Flyers. And then we got around the league after this and we can, you know, we can go haywire with every other team in the league. Um, so towards, towards the guy, um, there's not much to talk about Flyers update wise. I mean, like TK's back or whatever and all that stuff. Uh, I don't see a point in talking about our stats record because we are, what we are, but one big topic I do want to talk about is towards and like the press conferences he's been having. Cause uh, there's been like some stupid drama coming about between like torts and like the media where like it, it's basically the whole torts versus the media uh, shtick. Uh, and I want to get you know, firsthand like your guys thoughts on this because I think it's utterly ridiculous and torts can say or do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, that's just me. But Johnny. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking torts aside every single time on this argument. It is not his job to do your job. If you're a media member. Uh, ask more insightful questions. Don't ask the same blanket, bland, you know, white, black and white statements every single time. Like even I'm hearing them on the TV and it's just like, okay, there was no lead into this question. There was no like prior analysis lead in that would make you think that you watch the game. It's just more like, uh, you know, how do you think the effort was tonight? It's like, what did you, well, what did you see? Yeah. uh... Boring. It's bad questions. Yeah, it's bad questions, and there are there are coaches, you know, in other uh, leagues also that don't have the patience for that one. Off the top of my head, like Greg Popovich, the Spurs coach, would like it'd be going into halftime, and they'd be like, "Hey, Papa, you guys are losing by uh, thirteen. What do you guys got to do going into the second? And he'd be like, "Score more points," and then he would walk away. Like they're the dumbest fucking questions. <laughs> like 
I don't know what you want them to say. Like, I, I like with torts. I don't know if they're trying to get like a quote out of him, which they did end up getting. Cause he's like, come on guys. These are the dumbest questions I've ever heard. But I think they're more looking like the, the coming out as a reporter and saying that he is stopping you from doing your job is just ridiculous because you should be able to form opinions on the team yourself without just taking what the coach says, quoting it, and then analyzing his quote, like watch some tape and make an opinion yourself. Yeah, it's also not a great look if it's your first year covering the team, too. Yeah, I mean, and you can ask the cliche questions, and most coaches in the league will fucking blow smoke up your ass and answer with a cliche answer, but that's not torts. <laughs> that's not what you're going to get from him, especially after 10 losses. He's not going to throw anyone under the bus. He's going to protect the players unless he needs something and from a player and he wants to strategically, you know, mention them. But I feel like... I'm I'm with Torts all the way on this. You know what I think? We got our boy here, DG. He's got a press pass. He's got to ask the hard hitting <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you guys want to get into that a little bit, um, I filled in for our. We don't our. <laughs> yeah, <all right>. but <laughs> I filled in for our uh, our ruthless leader, Jim. Uh, he occasionally can't go to Flyers games, so I just pitch. I pitched in, and I. I went to a game and sat in on a towards press conference. I thought it was pretty cool. Didn't ask any questions, sat back, did my own thing. But I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. I think we're all team towards here. Um, I think I think it's just utterly ridiculous just because of when you think about player slash coach relationships with the media, like, like there has to be some type of respect there. And I feel like a lot of the time the media just talks shit on coach slash player behind their backs through articles and tweets and stuff rather than like in person and then towards talks not talk shit but just like almost like like puts them in their place and says like you got to be like you got to actually ask good questions and not ask me this fucking dumb bullshit and he says that stuff and then they get upset about it which i find stupid i think as media you should be you know a hardened person and not take shit like that so to heart and like understand that he's just like hey like stop asking me these fucking bullshit questions trying to get me to talk shit on my players actually ask me important questions that i can give you good analysis on if you want that kind of shit but it's also like he it's not like he started out like he came in for his first press conference and was like these are dumb questions and left like he's showing them each press conference the answers the questions that he will give good answers to and the questions he won't that he'll give a one one like one word answer to and move on and they continue to ask him the dumb questions to a, a breaking point which was the press conference where he said these these questions are so dumb are we done here and left <laughs> i don't know if that was the exact quote i'm paraphrasing but very like, close take a hint Come on, like he will give you an insightful answer if you ask him an insightful question. He's such a personable guy too. He, he seems is, like yeah. such a like wholehearted guy that like if you actually ask him like witty, smart questions, he's gonna give you a good answer for it. Yeah, you can't it's just also, do the how'd you like the effort tonight? It's like, also you watch boring the game fans and... to hear boring questions too. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's the same ones. It just goes with the, like with the theme of like the past like three or four years, just boring. Like it's, it's the same thing over and over again. At least Torres has a little bit yeah. of jamming I mean, energy. It's better than when fucking AV was here and he's just like, yeah, we got to get better. We got to execute. We got to execute. 
Like, what the fuck does that mean? At least Torch shows it instead of saying it. Obviously, like, we've had quite a handful of coaches, and, like, we're all, like, older now, so, like, I feel like recency bias. We like certain coaches more, but I feel like just in the past 20 years, other than, like, Ken Hitchcock from when we were younger, Torch is obvious, and and Lavi a little bit, yeah. He fell off. He, like, falls off a little bit towards the end there. Um, to be honest, I don't think Hitchcock was, Hitchcock was that great of a coach either either back then, but... He's just one of the guys I remember the most. I, I just feel like Torts is easily one of the best coaches we've ever had, and he, like, gives it to you straight. And instead of bullshitting around an answer, he tells you exactly what he's thinking and feeling rather than dancing around the fact, and I respect him for that. I just think that... Uh, not us, but like the media can be a little smarter in the way they go about their business. Um, but let's let's move on a little bit to some other stuff. Uh, one thing that Torts actually said recently uh, to the media was Kev, uh, was about Kevin Hayes, like talking about how Kevin, by the media, has been in the quote unquote doghouse, and he comes out and says Kevin Hayes isn't in the doghouse. He's one of the better players on this team, and uh, I can, if I bench one of the better players on this team, I can bench anybody on this team. I want to use him to set an example. Obviously, not everything that he's done has been great, but he's been one of the best players on this team, producing points and whatnot, and he's just trying to get more out of one of his best players. The, the guy's not in the doghouse. I mean, he's got a point per game. I think a little bit more than a point per game right now. Um but that's just going back on the whole towards first media thing. That's just one example of like, they're talking up bullshit that it doesn't exist. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts there? I'm, like, I'm a big Kevin Hayes guy. I kind of liked hearing that. Yeah, I mean, it was good to hear. I, I like Hazy. He is the one of the best healthy players on the team right now. So it's, again, just like, you know, the media trying to trying to get something going. Trying to write something. Get get that clickbait, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I think it's obvious to the players and players who have played for Torts that that wasn't the case. I think everyone in the locker room and stuff knows that Kevin's not in the doghouse. It's just like what the media is putting out there and making us perceive because like we, we are not in the locker room. We don't know these players on a personal level. Yeah. And All again, we assume is the things we see and hear. And if the media keeps saying, oh, Kevin Hayes is in the doghouse, well, Risto's in the doghouse, blah, 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 we're going to believe what they say. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be the link between the team and us. Like, they're the eyes and ears of the locker room, and they're trying to earn their job is to, you know, give us an inside story as to what they're hearing in the environment and in the locker room. And, yeah, it's clearly that sucks that it's not, not entirely it. truthful. It sucks that it's not valid most of the time. And that probably, he, has to, he has to create these clarifying statements, but yeah. They're probably trying to get a story out of it. So, you know, it gets barstool traction, you know, the spit and chiclet guys. I mean, Kevin Hayes is their boy, but, but I yeah, mean, they want to shit they want to shit on Kevin so that they get that reach, then they yeah, say something back and they get free fucking clicks. It's a joke because dude, you watch Kevin out there, man, he is not the fastest guy, but he controls the play. Like, even just like there was a little play the other night where you know, there was a hard four check and he did this little spin move and just stopped and like went behind the net. Like 
he can actually control the play, control the puck, slow it down. Like there are not many people with his skill to like slow the game down around him and, and like just protect the puck. I don't know. He, I, I just love the way he plays. Dude. Yeah. That's so well put. Cause like every, every player has their pros and cons. And like, obviously we know like Kevin isn't a fast skater, but you watch him out yeah. there the way he's a good puck controller. He holds the puck away from other players all the time. And, even though he's not fast, like you see a couple plays where he, he like dangles through the whole defense. And it's like, yeah. holy fuck, how do you get through those guys? He doesn't he's not need a typ- speed. He needs he's skills. not a typical uh towards player either. Like he he's not gonna go out there crash and bang, but uh but with, with a guy with a coach like Torx, like he wants to see the play to your strengths. So he'll only be hard on Kevin if he's not handling the puck well and if he's not making smart decisions with the puck. He's not gonna want him to go out there and bang bodies all day. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Torch is good at that. I think we saw it like in the mic'd ups during the preseason, like him going to tip it and being like, show me what player you are. I was just are gonna, you a, are you a banger? Yeah. Are you a sniper? Are you a player? Like, what do you exactly. do? Show me what you are. I was going to say that position. too. Like, I think he's really good about that. And help, help me out guys. What? Cause yeah. I didn't watch all the games and the games that, uh, Hazy was whatever, quote unquote benched. Was he still getting power play time? Like I know he got moved down to the third line and wing and stuff. Was he still getting power play time? It's a good question. Uh, I to me that's so. like the indicator of being in the doghouse. If you're a yeah, top was... line player and not getting power play time, I think he was. Uh, he, I mean, he was on who the power else? Play. Who else he gonna put up? There? <laughs> yeah, no, um, he was definitely on the power play. If I know that, the, the media should know line. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't if know. He was maybe on the third and fourth line, you're still putting up points. Like you're maybe some of these goals. guys, maybe some of these guys don't know the game that well. Because like, if you're on the third line, it doesn't mean like you are not a scorer or a goal scorer. It, you can people produce on the third line as much as a second liner. It's. I think it honestly was he was on the third line to balance out the depth and maybe have a better matchup against the other team. So. I don't. I don't know if people are thinking about that too. Or I mean, Coots, you should be a media, media guy. To give me the press pass next time, I'll, I'll ask I, towards. I some don't. I don't question. own a. I don't own a press pass. You can go whenever you want. <laughs> oh, hey, Jim. <laughs> next time, he, next time, he, uh, <laughs> next time, he, I actually kept the press pass too. It's cool because it was a Penguins one. Mm. Has my name on it and stuff. It's kind of cool, but Coots, if you actually really want to cool. go, it's a fun experience or uh, experience. It's not mm. like I'm not going to go like all the time. Like I think it's like a once Re- in a blue moon thing. Real quick, how how does it work? Like, do you just ra- raise your hand and, and they'll call on you? You just talk. You just and you just you go. You don't raise your hand. You just start talking. When when there's a lull, you you speak up and talk. I oh, didn't. I, gotcha. I sat in the back and experienced what it was like, <laughs> which was cool. Um, I gotcha. But yeah, it's a cool experience experience i basically got to go to a game for free which was great even though we got beer did you just come out of science class or something that's twice you said experiment (laughs) (laughs) it was a great experiment he's like tom he's like tom cruise jumping on his couch at home (laughs) and playing with chemicals at home they'll 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 be like hey torch so i woke up this morning uh my ear (laughs) it's like like clogged do you have any idea what that could be He's like, did you get hit in the head with a horse? Yeah. Or by a horse? With a horse. <laughs> by a horse. <laughs> Sorry. Gooch is going to get the next viral torts quote out of him. I know that. All right. I don't know. I, I, yeah. 
we can move on from, <laughs> from this topic. But I just I just feel like you, you got to have a little bit of knowledge of the game to of course to, to ask to ask the non cliche ish questions. So watch your film reporters and get back to him. Also, yeah, like ask him a question that requires some like a thoughtful answer. Like he's gonna give you the like one word answer. If, if I, I do want to move on, but like <laughs> yeah, this sorry. just popped into my head. Um the Flyers will have like a pretty good game, and then the reporters will still ask like negative related questions. Yeah, like we just like, played well. Ask me yeah. like good questions. Like we just had an actual good game. Like you want to ask me some like good questions? You're that's, just gonna I mean that's what I was bad earlier because the thought popped in my head. Like earlier in the season when he when that happened, he said, "Hey, glass half full, guys. Like <laughs> like let's focus on the positives." And now it's to like a breaking point where he. They just want to write like smut about the Flyers, so he's not going to. Everybody take... knows what kind of team we are. You yeah. don't have to reiterate that point every fucking article you write. Like, yeah. mix it up. I mean, it, and honestly, all it takes is like six words, like as a lead into a question, like, "Hey, we saw Kevin Hayes had a strong game. What did you like from tonight?" Or something along those lines. Or exactly. like, obviously, a more insightful question than that. But you I think point. he had, he doesn't even like some of those questions. He'll just be like, he was good. And then, like, go on. Yeah, that, that's it. One word. <laughs> Kevin was good tonight. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Enough with the Flyers. I know you guys are bouncing off the walls to talk about other teams. So let's get into around the league. Uh, We got a few, a handful of topics here today. There's a lot of shit going on. Why don't we start off with uh, Jason Robertson, who is just fucking unbelievable. This, like, this dude. Honestly, might be top five players in the league right now. I think he's close to tied with McDavid for points, goals, whatnot. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's seven behind McDavid in points. He's one behind Dry yeah. He's like Cutter Gautier. All all you do every time you log on Twitter is see that he scored another goal. Except in the wild. NHL. Yeah, except <laughs> he's in the <laughs> soon, Coot, soon. Bro, he has he has I... forty one points in twenty five games. Good. Do you imagine anyone on the Flyers doing that? Not fucking possible. <laughs> Giroux can't couldn't even have done that shit. Like <laughs> that's just unheard of. Bro, he was on my radar uh two years ago, and Same, I'm like, yeah. dude, this guy has 25 goals. Like, who who even is this guy? And you know, American born. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not um it's it's not him. I was looking at someone else's <laughs> he stats. Is, he is American He's... born. He's American like born. A... Sorry, two years ago, uh, almost point per game, 17 goals, uh, American born. And the next year, he just took off. And I was like, whoa, and nobody was talking about him. Now people are starting to get, you know, kind of learn more about him. I mean, 6'3. Yeah. Wait, where was he born again? Where was he born again? America. Uh, California. Uh, um, I feel like, Cal- dude, Cali? his, his younger brother, who is on the Maple Leafs, kind of, I think he's on. In, and he's been up and down uh, from the AHL. Like he yeah. was getting more hype going in. Maybe that's just because he was on the he was a Maple Leafs prospect. It's where you are. You're dude, yeah. exactly that. Toronto versus Dallas. Like, do you think of Texas as a hockey place? No. <laughs> nah. Everyone knows I'll Texas is a, is, is a basketball <laughs> country or state. I also. Oh, dude, I know. I'm kidding. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> St- sticking to Dallas, I just want to mention, like, what a freak Pavelski is. Like, yeah. nobody talks about him, but he had his best Captain career America. Year Where was he born? As a 37-year-old. America. 
He had his yeah. best career as year a, as a 37-year-old. As a 37-year-old, he had his best career year last he's year. Like, and he's like he's the, still a point per game this year, a little over a point per game. I fucking the, love that guy. The, the Tom Brady of the NHL just but, gets dude, better with age. I can't believe it. And then Jamie Benn's having a good year. Like, you know, they're always on him. Their owner is always tripping him and Sagan. Like, come on. Come on, bud. No, yeah, there was Rupe. that one year. Rupe. 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 I like Rupe. I like Rupe. Rupe. I like Rupe. Uh, Rupe the, <laughs> that guy, Gurionov, the sniper. And then they had another yeah. guy who had like a. Marchman went over yeah, there. Yeah, he's good. Um, that obviously, I made of yours, Cutie. <laughs> he caught me. <laughs> I was bawling my eyes out in the locker room. Let's see you guys later. Let's see you. And I shook his hand. And then I walked I went next to him. I was like, and I was like, I went over to Danforth. I was like, Danforth, I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm sure, they were all like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <Crying>. <laughs> no, they all, they, well, I'm I was kidding. on the team the year before, but Marchment was probably like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy crying? He we owes got, us an interview. We're we got to get him on the pod. Yeah, we got to get him on the pod, dude. Wait, did he replace you? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. Got, he got did. him cut. I didn't even, I, I didn't even think he was that good. But, <laughs> you I, you know, I technically <laughs> didn't I technically didn't get cut. I got traded. So I went to another team. Ended up okay. being a captain in the same league. Lit it up. How are you? Lit it up on so, the And they wanted line? me back. Who are you playing on? Um. Okay, my so my line mate is uh, McLeod's brother. Remember McLeod? Are you know McLeod on the on the uh not the Devils now the uh Oilers? Cody. Yeah, so I was with his brother, and then another kid who they're both in the East. No, Cody McLeod's like the fighter on the like he was on the Rangers. No, 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 no. not that guy. Michael, Michael McLeod. That sounds right. It doesn't matter, but both my line mates are in the coast right now. Yeah, Michael. The, the jungle. Michael McLeod, Devils. So, I had a good year. Anyway, Marchment, he owes us an interview, is what I'm saying. I agree. <laughs> I think he does, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, right, what's, what's... Andre, I was just going to bring up. They, I, the Dallas finally has a good goaltender, so as long as he can stay healthy there. I mean, you know what's to... funny, though, is like watching – Watching Dallas is not fun to watch them. They're not like no. fun. I don't know. Even though they have some good players, I don't, I have trouble watching them. I'd argue they're fun. They got a lot of talent. No, I know, but I don't know. I like they play kind of slow, and it's like Robinson's scoring, but like he's like it's de- deceptive. You know? Did you say Robinson? Yeah, Robertson. Robinson. Robertson. Robinson. Let's get together, boys. <laughs> um, all right, some other around the league stuff for more, more experiments. F- yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny, shut the fuck up. Um, Voracek with his concussions, uh, potentially career ending. It's kind of a sad thing. He spent so much time here in Philly, um, then traded to Columbus, and he came out at the press conference the other day and basically said that he's probably probably done for the year. I believe, and might be. Yeah, I heard might season be ending a career. Did we did was career ending floated out there? Or you're just adding that in. Uh, I think it would no, I think he said season ending, but like people are inferring career ending just because it's concussions. Obviously, Vortex's not gonna come out and say I'm done. Like I'm yeah. sure he wants to keep playing hockey. He's gonna take the off season yeah. and see if it's I all mean, good. We're still waiting for Nolan Patrick to come out and say he's done. 
what yeah. what even happened? Did he get hit hard, or is it just over time kind of thing? Well, now they call it like concussion I... syndrome, right? <laughs> Which is just like oh, like maybe like a Nolan Patrick kind of thing. It's like just keeps coming I mean, back, I guess. Well, if you keep if you get multiple like getting multiple concussions is not good. You get one concussion and you and you like get better from it, it's fine. But if you get like two, three, four concussions throughout your career, like it's basically like compounding concussions if that's even a term but it just progressively gets worse and then it's to a point where like those symptoms aren't going to go away because you've gotten so many of them i'm not a doctor maybe we can reach out to dr evil yeah i mean easy i mean it's sad but he's he's had a good career he's not gonna win yeah, the cup I, but no nah, i i Hope the best for him because I, yeah. he's a good player and I want him to continue to play. But we, Dude, I we love Jake when he was on the, yeah, his, own, his skating one on one on five. <laughs> hey, he controlled the puck. I mean, he made some bonehead plays, but I think he did more a lot more good than that. I love Jake. Every, a lot, I, 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 the I end, a lot too. of people I mean, hated Jake. Yeah. Dude, it's the shtick that happens that just here happened. in Philadelphia. Yeah. And it's it, so fucking annoying. If you don't like, win, and you gotta read for a while. It. People hate Hayes because of his contract and that he's slow. Dude, he's a good fucking player. Dude, People hated TK for the past two years. Also, also good how player. Many like breakaways <laughs> did has Hayes had this year? I mean, he's not that slow. It's not like he's escaping with some Dude, he's good. He's, he's a good, good player. player. He's, he's I can't acceptive. believe he's by the way, I don't want to get back to the fires, but I can't fucking believe you guys gave me shit for calling Hayes a 2C. Because he is. <laughs> And I think you guys. No, agree it wasn't that you called him a two C. You said on he's a two C on a Stanley Cup team. Don't go change it. Now. <laughs> you're not. You're not out of that. Uh, that bird cage yet. There. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Go back in <laughs> time. Find that quote. Clip it. No, dude. You it have to, to find it. it. You have to find it. And make you're a, the one that wants you to be to valid. Us. Yeah, uh, that is a fair point there. Yeah, oh. Wait, just just staying on the on the point of Columbus. Do you guys think that like, given like, I know we talked about their record and that they're they're at the bottom of the metro right now, and they're going to trade they Johnny Goudreau. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, do you guys do you guys think like Chuck is feeling like semi validated after seeing Johnny Goudreau go to Columbus and seeing how bad he, bad and, like Columbus is doing and being like, oh, that's why you don't commit ten million dollars to one player doesn't make a difference. Uh, I feel like I feel like Chuck is like snickering to himself just like that. I mean, his and, stupid ass probably thinks that way. I think it's utter bullshit. I actually had. Uh, I agree. I I tweeted about like after the Phillies signed uh what's his face Trey Turner. Trey Turner. I tweeted like, oh look, the Phillies signed Trey Turner and the guy that wanted to come to Philly and and the Flyers had a guy that wanted to come to Philly too. He literally said little, it and Chuck still different. dropped the bag. Some, like some guy responds played to in me. the World tr- Series. Little different. I know, but some guy just uh, responded to me and basically just said that, oh, look at, the, look at the team that guy's on. They still suck. And it's like that point's so dumb. Like it's a team sport. I think hockey is the one sport where like one player means yeah. nothing. But Two Johnny Gaudreau is still fucking inc- – yeah, Drysaddle McDavid. Doesn't exactly. mean anything. Um, he's still a player that is so talented that it's you can exciting. build around. Do you um, think – do you think – yeah. Back to the Gaudreau thing. Do you think Gaudreau regrets not picking that the Devils? 
Nah, Ooh. I think he hates the Devils. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a little too early to have regrets. Here. Yeah. I also think just us as fans, we are selfish and just want to watch a fun player. We want to have a fun player to watch. We don't care about the ramifications of the long-term effects on the team. Like we just wanted Johnny Control because he wanted to come here and we wanted to watch an entertaining player. And of course he will score multiple goals on us every time we play them. Or at least set up <laughs> goals. And it will happen for all ten years that he is in Columbus. Dude, you think our roster is bad? Look at their roster without line A and Vorchek. Yeah, and, and our Dan boy Danforth, Danforth who would have had fifty points this year. I know it. Yeah, he would. Can we extrapolate his points versus the games and see what it would have been? <laughs> yeah, let's probably see. would probably like eighty points. I mean, he got injured early. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like five games in. Dude, he uh, was buzzing, man. He was. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. As he looks that up, I uh, I, I sent out a text to him and uh, I mean, Matt Luff. And they both were like very appreciative. Oh, I mean, he had three points. Key. He had three points in six games. That's that's forty one. Pretty yeah, sick. Forty one and eighty two. Close. Do you guys like think it's gonna be sick when Bedard goes to the Penguins? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Up, dude. Or the Rangers? Or the Devils? Can't wait. Can't if watch some team that's like twelve jumps to one through the lottery. If he goes anywhere. Like <laughs> Anywhere in the metro that's not the Flyers, it'll be a disaster. I'm just saying, like the past like what thirty years, it's been Lemieux, then Crosby, and it oh. just makes sense that it's gonna be Bedard. Oh why would you I say think that? Bedard's gonna go to Anaheim? I think that the Penguins I would love I would love him on Anaheim. I would fucking the we, Penguins we'd have to switch playoffs. the podcast to the to a Ducks podcast. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Quack quack. So I, that's Wait, what, who has the chance of the overall pick? For, like, how many teams? Every team outs that doesn't make the playoffs. Every single. Oh, one. every team does. No. Every single no. one that doesn't make. I the thought playoffs. it was only for the last utter, five or whatever. Utter reason. bullshit! It's so dumb. They changed it right it, last year. It should be at least three or four. Didn't they just the change the rules? Like a team can't get first two times, two years in a row, and then they change how many teams, the percentages. I. No clue, but in my humble opinion, it should be the top five teams, and it like I would say twenty percent split. Let's go twenty percent split the worst five teams in the league because I don't want any fucking team sucking like Chicago just just because they you don't can. want the twelve jump into the one. No, like the Rangers did to get Kako, like the or four or like four Flyers did to get Patrick. <laughs> I mean, I wish that didn't happen. <laughs> Speaking Chicago, of Patrick, or, uh, Robertson was a 2017 pick, 39th overall. And I want to talk about another one, which was uh, Tage Thompson. Oh, my God. He is Wallabies. <laughs> Very good. He is so good. So he came over to Sabres in the Ryan O'Reilly trade, I believe. Or No, it was the Eichel sorry, trade. Sorry. No, not the Eichel trade. Yeah, Ryan no. O'Reilly. The Eichel trade was Tuck Krebs in like a first and a yeah. second or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was the lose O'Reilly trade or did he come from the avalanche now I'm getting confused did he come with O'Reilly no that's it doesn't matter uh Tage Thompson is fucking unbelievable so good just like Robertson he he's He's had better highlights than Robertson Robertson's been yeah he scores more entertaining goals but I mean he Tage is disgusting yeah he was drafted in 2016 by St. Louis yeah it was probably the O'Reilly trade the O'Reilly trade yeah 
What dude. a deal. I think every goal Tage scores is a highlight real goal. Yeah, I thought he was a 17 <laughs> pick. He was a 16. Yeah, that one goal he scored last week was <laughs> unbelievable. Kids, describe it to us. Which goal last week? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, so came many. Out, came like out of the corner, not, did like a spin around. Yeah, out of the corner. Yeah, yeah, back, yeah. To, Needed, the back, to yeah, wash his hands forehand, afterwards. Backhand. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking pull the goalie. The goalie I think we just described dog. it for him. Yeah, <laughs> good job, kids. Uh, I didn't know which time. one he was talking about because there's a few. That Everyone knew like... which one I was talking about. But la, 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 la. <laughs> one where he like fucking was he behind that and the tucked goalie. it in. Yeah. yeah. Um, unbelievable player. Um, do you guys want to talk about? You guys want to shit on a team for a little yeah. bit? You want to have some fun? Let's shit on the New York Rangers and uh, Captain Elbows Jacob Truba. I kind of love Truba though as a player. I really did. I loved him on Winnipeg. Yeah, I wanted the Flyers to trade for him. I liked him on Winnipeg. The second he went to the Rangers and signed for eight mil a year, I told my buddy who's a Rangers fan, I was like, "You're gonna fucking regret that one." And no, I think he's awesome. I think he's a really good defenseman. So I'm gonna be against you on this one, DJ. I beg to differ. I, I mean, I like him, and I pro- I would probably take him on my team, but I think he's kind of a piece of shit. But he's one of the pieces of shit I guess you want. <laughs> um, that's just how it goes. It's kind of like Wayne Simmons. People probably hated his guts, but when he's on your team, you love him. Same thing with Pronger, probably. Well, was this in reference to like the fantasy hit or something? Whoever you, um, whoever he hit in the in the middle yeah, of the ice, Athen, Athen, basically, yeah. and, and basically every elbow that he throws every single game. I mean, I didn't think that was a penalty. I thought that was. I thought penalty. it was a good fucking hit. I thought it was a good hit too, but then why are you caught talking about elbows? What's the point? Because every other hit he throws. He has an elbow. It's just that. Do you one. have it's evidence funny. of this? I mean, do you want me to go look it up? It's well known. That Crosby one was questionable. Yeah, he does elbow the playoffs a lot. Yeah, he had the full chicken but wing I... out. <laughs> yeah, it's playoffs. I... Speaking of chicken wing, Jordan Bennington. You want to try that again? <laughs> that, that's, I mean, that's that, that's very enjoyable to see him get get hit on his ass. <laughs> that was great. You no, know, I'm I'm one. I I love. I love the the drama and I love the chirping and the, the I love angst. the drama, dude. It's fun but to just shit. It never happens in hockey. Fun. It, but but Bennington, man, he's got to settle down a little bit. Like like when when a guy's coming around the net and the goalie clotheslines him. Remember Aaron Dell did that? Was it Aaron Dell? Who was the Buffalo Sabres goalie that did that? I thought it was Ryan Miller. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like last year. Anyway. Dude, Ryan Miller trucked someone one year. Lucci no, he trucked got trucked him. by Lucci. Oh, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> whenever you're going around the net as a player to forecheck and you get clotheslined by a goalie, that's super dangerous. Whoever the Buffalo Sabres goalie that did it, they in, they I think they tore, like whoever it was, tore their ACL because of it. Like that's such it a bag move. Aaron Dell on Drake. It Batherson. was Dell. Yeah. It's such a scumbag move. Like, you should never do that. Yeah. Like, if he wants to, you know, you know, chum it up a little bit with the boys and get it going, like, do it a different way. Don't, like, actually try and seriously injure somebody. I think there's a difference between, like, what Bennington did and, like, I mean, I don't necessarily love when Trubert throws his elbows, but, like, what Bennington did is, like, a cheap shot, whereas, like, you kind of know the troop is going to come in and maybe hit you high. That dude got blindsided, had no, like, was just trying to yeah. skate around the net, and Bennington just sticks his it's, arm up and just hits him anything, right in the he face. was trying to avoid Bennington. It's yeah. the most vulnerable spot for a forward. But like then there, the, that, that the game before that, Bennington tried to check Jordan Stahl behind the net, and Jordan Stahl knocked <laughs> him over. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. 
Like I and then didn't he that. get he got a ten minute misconduct in that game against the Penguins? Yeah, because he like taunting. Yeah, so he got yeah, so he got pulled after getting up the fourth goal in the second period. Takes off his helmet, just chirps the bench. Looks like he's quasi challenging the bench. He's then Baruby so after the game was like, he's got to like, cut the shit basically. He's, got, he's like, just stop the puck, like get like was, stay in the. It was funny the the Pittsburgh players on the bench were just smiling like what a, like what a fucking lunatic that guy. I is. mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's pathetic. It's yeah. embarrassing when you got when you get pulled and you're going by the bench chirping and whatnot. And, and your coach you, calls you, you out for pulled. it at the end of the game. And you're chirping, yeah. The bench. A guy like Barube chirp like you know telling you to settle down like you should probably yeah. listen. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I don't think Bennington's been Ron playing Hextall, that well. And it's not 1980. <laughs> dude, he sucks. Dude, he sucks. is terrible. Dude, I, I like I, that, all... that uh, Stanley Cup winning run was the was like lightning in a bottle, I and mean, I'd never thought he was. I would take lightning in the bottle like that for any. Yeah, any obviously year. any team would, but. I don't think he's Lightning a particularly good, him. yeah, goalie. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Lull. yeah. all right. <laughs> Small goal. <laughs> Nothing you can't edit out. I just know. was thinking about um, it. Yeah, just I waiting I... for our host to lead us into the next topic. Oh wait, no. Can we talk about uh, Claude Giroux's half clapper on the uh, on the breakaway? Yeah. So, yeah. Have, have you guys yeah. seen the extended clip clip of it? Because. San Jose was trip. on a five on three power play and had had Ottawa hemmed in the oh. zone uh, for like two straight minutes. One of the senators broke their stick. So it's like a five on two, basically. And then uh, I think DeBrinket comes out of the box, gives his stick to Hamannick. And then like they're trying to defend the play, uh, you know, five on four. And and San Jose is just moving around, fucking missing the net. Goalie's making amazing saves off the post. It's just crazy nonstop action. Uh, and then I think like Shabbat comes out. He was the last man in the box. And then still like San Jose still has a puck. Then I think that trip happens. I think it was Tyler Mott tripped up whoever had the puck for San Jose at like the fucking point. And then G just ran out there. Another guy was trying to jump on the ice and G was just like, no, I'm, I'm taking this. And he, <laughs> it was almost too many men. He jumped off and he just gets the puck like breakaway red line in. It was a two. It was actually a two on zero. Oh. I think Mott was coming, but like, Jesus, Mott kind of slowed down for him. It. Yeah, he slowed down for him. Just let him do his thing. So it went from all him. the momentum of San Jose, like having a five on three broken stick, opportunities to score left and right, and then just breakaway, boom, clapper, back of the net, momentum <laughs> killer, five three. That's hockey for you, dude. I mean, yeah. everyone can't see, but DG was smiling ear to ear while <laughs> he was was describing the play. You're gonna have to send uh, DG that video to keep in his bank bank for, for the next couple weeks. It's a great clip. I mean, dude, it's that's why I love hockey shit like that. A team just gets hemmed in their zone for that long, and then it, they get that one chance, and it's that like not even like just like a breakaway, like nice move goal. G fucking clap bombs it from the hash marks. Yeah, I mean, and the the. It was the... Nice. It's cocky as shit, too. The call I listened to was the Sharks call, and the color guy's like, the refs had missed that. They got to call that trip. They got to call that trip. And it's like, yeah, but you just got off a five-on-three. Yeah. They're usually not going to call that. That's some good stuff. Made me miss G. <laughs> it and, uh, he's been G. doing, I mean, what are his stats right now? I'm going to look him up real quick. 
24 games, 11 goals, 12 assists, 23 points. I Sounds mean, like a Claude they're season. losing, but... A lot of goals, though. He's playing well, a lot of goals. More goals than usual. More goals than yeah. usual this early. I love watching him. He's, score, he's changed his game a little bit to shoot more. Yeah, even though gotten older. even though it's a Canadian market, there's well, probably less pressure up there than Phillies. Yeah, but I mean, like he has less. You're saying he's he's changed his game to. I mean, shoot Ryan more. Reynolds might own the team soon. He, I think there's he, more pressure in Canada than anywhere else. I don't know if I. Agree yeah, with but that. but I feel like there's, I feel like Philly is a market that is a little more pressure filled than Ottawa right now. I mean, yeah, but, Philly. For U.S. teams or like locations, like we're definitely top three. I I just yeah. I mean, if it was Toronto, yeah, Toronto, yeah, is way more crazy. But I right now Ottawa, I don't feel like Ottawa compares to Philly even when we're bad too. Yeah, I think yeah. Ottawa is like that happy accident type Canada team that like <laughs> people don't have like the like the high expectations for. So there's not really a ton of pressure for Ottawa. But whenever they like do well, like everyone's just cool. Like all of Canada is quick to like back them though. Like they're like they're very likable. I feel like they're like the most one of the most likable teams. Like maybe them and Van no Vancouver's not, not likable Vancouver. just because what their fans did in 2011. But the Jets maybe the Jets are kind of like well the Jets are just uh-huh. around. Yeah. Jets are a good team. I like them a lot. I call that too. I think we both did, did dude. I've, I've yeah, liked I the Jets for the past couple of seasons. They've just finally started clicking. They had some locker room issues or something. And I wonder when they're moving. They took, the, they took the captaincy away from Wheeler, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not moving Shifley now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I, think they're, they're playing. I think there was rumors under, last season. He's an underrated player. They might move but, him in the offseason. They're not moving him during the season. Yeah, you can't move good. a contract like that in the middle of the season. Anyways. Especially when you're playing good. If you're bad, obviously, but like they're going to make the playoffs. Why would they move him? Well, 30 games into the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Stamkos right. got his thousandth point too, right? Oh, shit. The, you want to talk course, about that? Against the Flyers. Anytime there's a, a player who can goal. break some sort of record or get some oh, sort dude. of record or first goal in the NHL or first NHL start as a goalie, like it's always first goal in the NHL. But you want who do you think? Who do you think? What team do you think Ovechkin's going to break the goal record? Oh against? my god, no questions <laughs> asked. Put all Philly? your money on it. Philly or Arizona? No, there was a, there was a bet in the or beginning Arizona. of the season. It was literally like who's he going to get goal number or whatever with? And Philly was plus seven hundred. I was like. <laughs> It's going to be a good bet. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad bet. Didn't he break the record for most goals again, like away or something like that? Which, like, it's on a stupid road. stat, but yeah, most goals on the road. That's any time you beat it. one of Gretzky's records. Yeah, it's, it's a good nice. stat. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. pretty cool. Um, but he will do it against us. But Stamkos's goal, it wasn't a goal, it was, a, it was a fluke assist on a stupid yeah. goal. Ian Cole scored. I don't and want then to... he scored again from Carter's the red line. Letting up some weird post goals. That was a weird one. Yeah, but also stay, I think in, the pointed that stay out. in the fucking Handful. net, heart. You are a goal I think he's just got a fucking practice Please holding that post mark. Tend the know. goal. I don't blame him. He's a fucking... Yeah, Coots tweeted that exactly, like, right before <laughs> he gave up a goal against the post. I, yeah, literally. I, I've noticed that we all know, like, his puck handling skills aren't the best, but he lets in a lot of like behind like weird angles, like not hugging the post properly. And I'm not sure, like, I don't know. I don't watch enough teams to really know if other goalies do that a lot or here and there, but I feel like Hart does it 
consistently like once every five games. Yeah, I don't know if it's his positioning or he's like cheating because he doesn't trust the defense. Yeah, he could be cheating. I, I'm, he, you know what? That's a good point. Is he? He could just be cheating because he doesn't trust his defense. Good point. See, I th- I would think it'd be cheating, but like. I don't know how you'd explain the one that was off the dumping. Well, I mean, True. that was just, that was bad luck. Like the way, like, like his I just don't think there, he, it like rolled and bounced over his, his skate. And it, I don't think he's even thinking about how I just to don't do that think stuff. He, he's like, that's not going to happen. And he yeah. just doesn't do it. He's like, I don't have to hide the post here. Your puck isn't going there. I just don't think he can like see all the way down that far. That was just like that same spot, like right above the pad and like under the block or yeah, under the blocker. I'm concerned with his like puck handling behind the net. Like it, I that has not gotten better. If you're as like unless your name is Martin Brodor, stay in the fucking net when the puck's Patrick gone. Roy, Patrick Roy, Patrick Roy, or Martin Brodor. <laughs> unless you fuck your wife's sister, stay fucking Roy. In We're gonna have to cut that silence eye. out. All right, nah, we don't have to cut anything out, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna put in um, laughs. Um, all right. We got one more topic and then we got a bunch of listener questions. We're going to run through as our last segment. Uh, but first let's talk about our favorite thick daddy, Patrick Maroon and some drama that occurred recently. Um, who wants to get Z? I think you're the best man to, I was just going to like look up the quote because I forget. What he actually Someone said. Someone just typed DG Wait, is a fat boy. I don't think I'm fat at all, Johnny, because I know that was you. <laughs> Why'd you ask? That's true. I, you know, okay, I wanted to get so it on. It was on uh, lightning at Bruins, and he said, <laughs> oh, oh, he was talking about inadvertent fasting. And then he said, like, inadvertent fasting for Pat Maroon is like going four hours without a meal. That. <laughs> Jesus, I think he meant say in, 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 shit. I think that's a bad what's these joke. Pe- I think it means in, I think it's supposed to be inter- intermittent. I think it's supposed to be intermittent fasting. I don't know if there's a typo in this article I'm reading, but he, it it wasn't even like it was the topic they were discussing. He just like said it like intermittent fasting for Pat. Like he's like practicing his stand up set or something. Like it was yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. And then yeah. Pat Pat went, Maroon, go ahead. I was just gonna say like. He started it out kind of lighthearted, and then it, he just kept going and kept going. And if he like started out with his first comment where he's like, "Oh, he started, he's listed at two twenty five, but he's probably had a few burgers since then." Oh, I'm just kidding. If he did one of those, like, I'm just kidding. Whatever. But he kept going and going. Like it, it just was a little too much. And and it's like yeah, he actually that, hates fat. It's just like he actually hates fat people the way he went about it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what's wrong? What the then, fuck's wrong with you? You're professional and, and see, goddamn you can talk, announcer. You can talk about it. He kind of Maroon kind of owned him there in the end. Yeah, Mar- Maroon tweeted uh, in support of those struggling with mental health, bullying, and body image. I'm making a two thousand dollar no date donation in the name of Jack Edwards to Tampa Bay Thrives, and I encourage Tampa Bay Lightning and NHL fans to join me donate here. And he gave a link. So yeah, he got he the got, like, uh, over last fifty lap. grand pretty easily. Just kind of yeah, awesome. dudes. Uh, I'm trying to find the Sarah Volley tweet. Sarah Volley really, really had a reaction to it. In a good like, j- favoring Jack or favoring? No, no, Pat. F- favoring Pat Maroon. He, he Have liked... you seen Sarah Volley? He probably <laughs> yeah. supported Pat. Hey, hey, I let's be nice. Your future. Hey, take guests. it easy. Yeah, I let's take Sarah it easy. <laughs> 
Sir Valley. A lot of people, um, this was definitely wrong by Jack, but a lot of people hate Jack Edwards. But, but one of my favorite quotes from Jack Edwards when was when <laughs> was when Chara was fighting like Steve Downey, and and uh, Edwards goes, "Wow, wow, Downey, down." <laughs> Downey's crying for his mom or something. He said something <laughs> ridiculous like that. He had he has some good ones that are just dude. That like guy ridiculous. is the worst. He's I, I don't you know what I Bruins, actually so don't I hate mind the Bruins. It. So he's got I a history kind of, of saying some fucking out of the box shit. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. Oh, you yeah. didn't know, dude? Look up his top quotes on on YouTube. Yeah, especially when there's like a fight. The, when the was in a fight, he would he would say some. Yeah. Or like, like when yeah. something bad happens to the Bruins in like the slightest way, he like freaks out and throws like a little tantrum. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh my god, Chara just two handed. What like Bergeron? Just Chara two handed Bergeron. Hold on, you want to try that again? Uh anyway, I found the Sarah Valley tweet. He Fuck, uh I fucked it up. He he like re- replied to a tweet of the uh clip of it and said a blowhard bro- broadcaster fat shaming professional athlete and three-time stanley cup champion pat maroon doesn't deserve that no one does go home jack you actually sound drunk he's pissed yeah oh does, does, does jack edwards like to hit the bottle a little probably yeah i well the rumor on chicklets would be that he would, explain smoke, a he, would, lot. he would smoke a little weed before the game i believe that's it. why he can't maybe he was thinking saying. about food <laughs> <laughs> he was jealous Got a little bit of the munchies. A little munchies. All right, boys. Let's get oh, into sorry. the listener segment. The, sorry, yeah, listener I just played questions. the clip again, oh, and it's Jesus even worse. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. He's wanna, like, there's Pat Maroon, 280 pounds. He's like, that was at training camp. I bet he had a couple pizzas since then. <laughs> And then says the intermittent fasting line. So it's even worse. Than that. You no, are no, no. so wrong. <laughs> that is so Holy much worse. Sheesh. Dude, he basically had no filter in that rant. scenario. Yeah, <laughs> it was literally a 40-second clip of him talking about how fat Pat Maroon is. <laughs> Which is oh, not even 40 fat, sec- like And 40 seconds is a long time. Like, it's a <laughs> of, long of, time of, for one small little He wasn't thing. even on the ice. He and, changed and lines like, since then. <laughs> <laughs> and dude it's longer if, than if, the shift yeah exactly i'm just th- thinking about it dude imagine the builds of the people from the 70s and 80s like oh they probably God. were so they probably were just beer bellied like guys with big biceps dude, they would then. drink beers and smoke <laughs> cigarettes during intermission dude <laughs> probably, all, all the time all the batch, bench for yeah. All yeah. Yeah. pat maroon would be would be eric lindros in the 70s oh yeah <laughs> Big Rick. <laughs> he wishes. He wishes. Anyway, take it away. All right. All right. Let's get into our last segment tonight. We uh we reached out. We got a bunch of questions from some listeners. So we got a handful of questions here to run through to, to wrap up this podcast. We'll start off with question numero uno. It's a good one. Is Chuck Fletcher the Flyers' worst GM in team history? Would anybody like to take the floor to begin? Well, I'll just say for the <laughs> listeners to like what, like who are the GMs that because the Flyers have only actually only had nine surprisingly like in their history. That's surprising. Uh, so it started. I mean, I doubt anyone's going to say the first two, but both are Hall of Famers: Bud Poyle and Keith Allen. Keith Allen was the architect for the Stanley Cup teams. Uh, then Bobby Clark for a long time. Paul Holmgren took over in 06, Then Hextall, then Fletcher. 
That was nine. That sounded like six or seven. Well, there was a couple like and Russ Farwell in the nineties and then Bob McCammon in the eighties. And like for one year. I mean, 80s. I know we have we might have some older fans listening. Yeah. I know that during Bob the stretch, Clark had two stints. Bob Clark had two stints. I know the stretch from eighty nine to like ninety three before Lindros was pretty bad. I don't know who the GM was then, but yeah, Russ but, Farwell. That's Russ Farwell. No playoff Ninety four. No okay. playoff appearances. So that would be the only one that could compare. But like I was, yeah, SB, I wasn't even born. So I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I would. I think history. I mean he brought Lindros. He brought Lindros he, to Philly, didn't he? Not that was Lindros. That's year a good. 92. That's a good move. He did. Chuck wouldn't dare bring anybody good to the city. But think I mean about, that move. Think about it. Think about I don't know. I hear people. I hear. Think about what he gave up, though. Think about Forsberg. Let's think about Forsberg. Forsberg, Hextall, Brindamore, uh, a couple. I don't know the the rest of the deal, but those are those are three pretty big losses for one Dude, player yeah. that didn't bring home a cup, but brought home a. A Hall of Famer and uh, Finals appearance in '97. I I think I think Russ might might be worse than Chuck right now, but it's just recency <laughs> bias for us. So I think I I mean I mean I'm trying to cater to our to our older fans here. So yeah, no, I don't know. You got because I'm I'm sure they're... four four years of that was miserable. Uh, it's Honestly, been four years it's been for us. Four dude. years. <laughs> it's been pretty, <laughs> it's been pretty bad. miserable. Four, we did four have years pretty miserable. How we had the playoff run since 2018. Yeah, yeah. his playoff run was built off the team no that Hextall gave him. I did him. not know that. That's true. And it was during the bubble, was it? Yeah. Okay. He got, he got haze. All right, maybe, maybe. Okay, then maybe I didn't realize. I thought Chuck was like 2020. I didn't even realize 2019. Well, That's... anyways, I will start off and actually give an answer to this question. I'm gonna go ahead and. Just say Chuck, just because <laughs> there's just no, like, obviously, I think all of us are, are pretty much in agreement, unless one of you says an unexpected answer, that I think it's pretty much between Hextall and Fletcher. Um, Obviously, recency bias plays a huge factor into it. Coots tried to bring, bring in Russ Farwell into the conversation. <laughs> I, I but... think Russ is number one. Attaboy. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's just, uh, I mean, it's not the fact that, this team is, is performing the way it is that the team is performing the way it is. And there's no plan. There's no direction. Yeah. There's no consistency. Nothing. None of his moves have worked together. They're all contradicting one another. Um, yeah. And obviously fumbling the bag with Johnny G in the off season is the cherry on top. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm also going to go with Chuck to be fair. I did not really follow or pay attention to the Flyers GMs before like Hextall, like outside of my adult life. I didn't really care that much about them. Paul Holmgren was great. Paul Holmgren was a stud. No, I, I, I know. Mind, I just, I just didn't like follow the team as closely as I do now is what I'm saying. So I, I, like, I, I wasn't really like, go ahead, Johnny. I just want to, I just want to play devil's advocate. There was no salary cap. Yeah. Okay. Dude, Paul, big ball, Paul. But he did big bring ball, it home. No, I think he was crazy. So, he would make wild moves, and I, I absolutely loved it. You didn't let obviously. Me you have my to think point. of. Okay, go. so I was gonna say, to me, it comes down to transparency, and Chuck Fletcher has not been transparent at all. I can't speak to the other GMs because, like I said, I didn't follow them as closely. I don't know how transparent Holmgren was about his moves or what the direction the team was going. Um, Hextall was transparent about it. We knew what he was doing. We knew his plan. It might have been slow to develop, but we knew what it was. And he didn't make like bold moves. Um, 
but Fletcher, he's just like Johnny said, all over the fucking place says we're fucking rebuilding, says we're not rebuilding, says we're retooling, says we're not retooling. No one knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah, so, I think also, uh, you know, just a quick, uh, quick tip, but I think Bobby Clark was the exact opposite of what he said. I think he was too transparent. I think that was the, that's the big shtick on him is that the things he would say to the media would be very little, little, like there would be no deception. Like he'd be like, yeah, Justin Williams is probably getting, uh, gonna get, we're looking to move him like to the media. Yeah. And, I mean, and things like that. I think, <laughs> I think times, he was a little bit off. The I guess there's, there's times where you got to like withhold information and not say stuff, especially if you want to, in that scenario, if you want to trade Justin Williams, why would you tell people you want to? But, because then you're not going to get a good offer. <laughs> I also, yeah, yeah, no, I also think like, uh, Clark, like in the Lindros trade, trading him kind of brought down his value by something or the other. Well, that and Lindros huge injury, but, but I'm, yeah. I'm also speaking on transparency in the direction of the team, not transparency in like specific, Work workings or moves you're making, right? I know. I just wanted to throw that. Yeah. Out. Okay. I was just clarifying. So that. I think we're all in a. Well, let's well, see what let, Kootsie's got to say. Uh, it, uh, I mean, I haven't said anything, but well, we don't, don't care about saying. you. <laughs> I love what you guys are saying. It's really good stuff. You don't know any gems <laughs> before Holmgren, so. I uh, I don't. <laughs> I know the three. I know Clarky. I'll have to do some more research on on Russ oh, because Jesus. I'm I'm looking at the the last draft picks of Chuck. There are not that many, dude. The last four years, there are not that many good draft picks from Chuck. I mean, there's Cutter, and then there's like maybe it's kind of hard to fuck up the fifth overall pick. So Emil Andre, <laughs> I mean, I mean, who's not? I, mean, I will say, who, who, we don't know. Forrester, Fairby like, was uh, Fairby was hex. There's Forrester. There's the, I think Fairby and Frost might have been. Frost was one hundred percent Hexall because he traded Shen and drafted Nolan Patrick the same draft. Fairby was the year after he was twenty eighteen was still uh no, I, I always think they were the same draft. They're back to back drafts. You're right. Yeah. So Fairby was also Hexall because then Hexall was fired December twenty eighteen and the draft would have been June twenty eighteen. Wow. Um Coots, where are you yeah, talking about? He's got to do more research on Russ. <laughs> Uh, he's got to do some research. More. I, I, do your no, research, buddy. Just go with Russ, dude. Go with him. All right, I'll yeah. go with Russ for the for the older fans. What's up, buddies? Yeah, okay. yeah. Lindros, Lindros was drafted in '91. That was that was that draft. Um, I think the a bigger thing also that I think was during Russ's time was that he drafted Mike Ritchie fourth overall ahead of Yaramir Yager, who went fifth. But I do think dude, that. Ru- Ru- but I, but that's I do bad. think that's pretty but bad. But I do, but, 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 but just due to politics at the time, I think Yager was defecting from Czechoslovakia and he would only play for the Penguins. I Did you say, oh, Mike Ricci. Okay. Mike Ricci. Yeah. I hate that kind of stuff. It's kind of like oh, the Sadine so brothers who are such fucking cocksuckers and would only play on the same team. So they forced <laughs> Vancouver to trade for the first and second pick so that they could play together. Or was it second and third? Um, Might have been second and third. That, like, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Like, fuck you. You get drafted to who you get drafted to. Like, shut. Well, the fuck I mean, up. in all fairness, that helped us with Lindros. So, did it? He only, he only wanted, did he we didn't win want anything? To play, he didn't want to play in Quebec. None of that helped. None of it helped. Right. We Can didn't win a fish? thing. Did you just bring up the Sedins. I did bring up the Sedins because we were talking. We, we said that Yager uh, like forced his way into Pittsburgh, basically, and yeah. I was like, the Sedins forced them themselves onto the, the same uh, team. Rick Nash went first overall. And they went two three, or am I thinking way? I don't or know. was it uh, 
Was it Luongo? Didn't Luongo get drafted by no. Florida the end game of Vancouver? I'm confused. I don't know, right? Oh, he it was Patrick Stefan, I think. Oh, yes. It was Patrick Stefan, one of the uh, biggest biggest busts of NHL history right there. Him and uh, oh, he went first uh, Alexander year? Daigle. What year was that? The Stuff, 99. Oh, okay. 99. Yeah, Rick Nash was 2002. I don't know what I was thinking. Wild. Um. All right, let's get back to the question at hand. Just to wrap it up, I think we got one Russ in Coots. One <laughs> Russ Farwell. 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 Uh, and we got... Russ. Yeah, I'm gonna round out the the Chuck uh, team here. So we got three to one Chuck. Uh, Better luck, Chuck. I think it's pretty fucking obvious. It's just good luck, Chuck. Ah, uh, dude, I, I want to make T-shirts that just say "fuck Chuck." I feel like they'd sell like fucking like gumballs, hotcakes. Um, gumballs. yeah, hotcakes. That's that's what like gumballs for. for for fifty cents. Yeah, we'll sell them twenty five cents on the dollar. Yeah. All proceeds go to. What's our next question, DG? Our next question, we got what player on this current roster, not including Carter Hart, would you want to build this team around? Now, I think this is quite a difficult question because I think Carter Hart might be the only answer that actually makes sense. There's there's talent on this team, but there's no one you can like truly build around. You can build around Carter Hart. If we traded, if we signed Johnny hockey, you can build around Johnny hockey. Um, but I'll go first, so then you guys can throw some names out there. <laughs> I wonder what you're, you're going to say. Yeah, seriously. Um, I, I think can you not be predictable like, this time? No, no I, I, listen, I'm not going to pick Travis Konechny. I love him, and I think he's a fantastic. Whoa. He, I, I think. I think right, we wait, I'm on. Wait, I'm on Whoa. your side, Dichi. If you okay. say TK, I mean, that, like, I, okay. I'm with, like, come on. Okay. Just say TK. Everyone shut up. It's not a dumb thing to say. So my opinion is if it's not Carter Hart, I think we have a, like a, a couple of players together that are good to build around, but not one superstar to build around. But if I had to pick one out of the handful of guys that are that caliber, I will pick Travis Konechny because he is clearly the best offensive player on this team right now. And he's one of the few offensive players that you actually can build around because he's got talent. And if you add talent around him, it's going to increase his his play. And he is only 25. Hey, he's 25 years old. I mean, he's entering his prime. Jesus, this is, a tough, yeah, this is, a, this is like the toughest pick of the tough, litter. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, to a degree, I, I agree with you. I feel like his play this season thus far has really affected that. <laughs> I feel like if he, if he had a shitty season, it would be. Well, here's the thing. I've known it. You've known For the it. past couple in, of years. We heart. get it. And now heart, I'm getting validated. I'm getting validated by my opinion about the man. All right. Can I can I go next? I'll give right it with you, everyone? DJ. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah go for I it. Appreciate that. Please, please. Let me get with uh, the red carpet. Younger players. Been here a couple years, 20, 22 years old. It's tough to build around a winger, but I'm going to go with Joel Faraby. It's another I think one of the guys I was this thinking. This year, his, a lot of people have been disappointed by his play. He, There's no way he's 100%. He is still affected by that neck surgery. Like, definitely he still is. He had a good game um, against was it the uh, against Colorado. Um, he hasn't been putting the puck in the back of net as much. But, I again, like, there's he's not 100%. And I think he's a very skilled player, very good defensively. 
can play PK, can play power play. Um, yeah, I'm going with fair. Yeah, I mean that's Beezer. that's one and that was one and two on my list. Um, yeah. you can kind of slim, kind of slim pickings here, but I think I'm actually going to go with uh, supporting DG here and uh, select TK and to build around just because I think you you have a good point saying that. You know, he's only 25, just about to enter his prime. Uh, he looks solid. He looks solid when he's a more of an aggressive player. Maybe it was just under the right tutelage and coaching that needed to uh, that needed to ignite him a little bit more. Uh, I, th- I think he loves playing for Torts. I do think Torts likes him also. So, I yeah, think, I mean, I think I mean, since... it's, it's, it's real. Like, I'm not like I'm, I was between TK and building around one of the defensemen, but I just can't. I can't build around. <laughs> yeah, you around. I, yeah, I was dude. Like I, 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 I can't. Like I'm looking at all six of the defense. It's like because when build you around think Rob, of but like, building around a player, you're thinking goalie. I would have think it'd be D, done by now. One like, C, right? And I can't. Like you can't fake any of them. Well, dude, it's like I would want to build around Provera, but like I feel like I would have. I would. We would know if he's the guy by now. But yeah. the fact that we still don't know that he's the guy. I mean, the number, I it's think... like, dude, he still makes such like he's been playing a lot better this year, like in years pro- compared to years prior. That's not really saying mm-hmm. much, but like he still makes he still gets beat way too easily sometimes, especially out of the corners. Like it's just yeah. I think uh, at times man, he's trying to too hard him. though. Yeah, for and sure. it's just the situation he's in. I I love Provorov. I think last he should year. never be paired with Risto ever, ever, ever. No, he never <laughs> ever be paired with Risto ever. <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah, I'm going with TK. Cutesy. All right, boys. Oh God, yeah. all my picks. Big all... ass smirk on his face. <laughs> he's gonna all say my, like Seth. Lucas like, like, said like. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, dude. I like that guy. But all right. To our listeners, please, please don't cancel me. I know there's like, oh, here we go. What, whatever. But as a player, <laughs> he's not going to. He's, he's, gonna he's not going to say. As it, a is player, he? as a player, <laughs> I think Tony D is a really good player. You put him with like a top end <laughs> defensive pair guy. You have a few like forwards, like skill forwards that he can set up. Dude, he's not he, a left field. He, he, this wait. is this was unexpected. <laughs> What? But everyone said my picks. But the way he, but the way, the way he led in. Wait, listeners. Let him go. All my picks are taken. Listeners, all my picks are taken, and I don't agree with his politics. Please. Please. But I know. Trust me, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Skill wise, you put him around good players. That guy can set you up, and he's got a little. He's only like five foot eight, but he's got a bomb of a shot. That guy could be built around i think a little bit <laughs> a little bit so if, if I with had a go, he's 5'11 but if i had to go with it i think he's small. He's i was I, w- I was thinking of going d'angelo um but then you know Farabee jumped in my dad we also did not establish that like we were picking individual people like johnny and and tk or and <laughs> i called dg tk they both picked yeah, TK. That's kind of sick. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> like Say again. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they both. You could have picked, you know, Farabee or TK if you wanted to, but I like the out of the box pick. I do think he is a good offensive defenseman, and he, he dude, would probably he, be good he's on a little a, bit shot through. Unlike Mister Provorov, he's a little bit of a riverboat river gambler, but yeah, I mean. But his skill set is really good. Have you guys I'll seen this a couple about... plays off the faceoff where both 
Provorov and D'Angelo are in deep. Do you no. know what I'm talking about? I, I'll Provorov look out will like. That's will, very will, unique. It it'll be like you know they'll exchange the Typically puck like, they're, at they're... the point they'll they'll swap and Provorov will go to the net and try to get a pass over cross crease. That's what happened. And, uh... and D'Angelo will come down too. That's a set play. That, yeah, it's a set that's play, an and both thing D-men are in smart. low. <laughs> I have noticed that def- that the defensemen are crashing. Like, in, yeah. like I've seen Risto do it. You saw Sealer do it versus Colorado, have a yeah. scoring chance. Obviously, um, being told to do so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, it's like working no, it's to a, a degree. It's just, it's just um, you know, when that you, goes you, back you, the other way. Yeah, you don't want a guy like Travis Konecki trying to skate backwards. Um, <laughs> like he tries, but like that's happened a few times where it's just like, oh, okay. just flipped. Like, you don't or, you want, don't want you don't to want be any fair, forward. You don't want Sandman skating forward. backwards. <laughs> Jesus, I'd rather have Phil Myers skate back. What's up with our defense? Like one year, Provorov <laughs> plays amazing, and the next year it's like, meh. Same like last year, Sandheim was unbelievable, and then this Sandheim year, and Bristol were our best pair. Sandheim's picking it up. Like why He's does got like no? Nine I think Sandheim played better games. last night the night before. But like, why is every year they're they're not? To be fair, Provorov hasn't really had a good year in like two or three years. I thought he played. Was it last year? I think the okay? bubble might have been his last like decent year. I mean, it's like year. the story of this so team, weird. dude. Like offense and defense are good. Goaltending shit. Goaltending is good. Offense and defense are shit. They're, like yeah, it just like, exchange just keeps flipping. They have some good years where I'm like, okay, they're gonna build off this, and then they just nosedive i like i don't know and then they have a good year again and like there's a few players like that that i can think of and, but i don't know it's just frustrating obviously heart is the answer to this question it is the answer and that's why he was excluded from the yeah, question because exactly. everybody we would all would have so made it that's what made it a good question what's yeah, our next yeah. one dg um yeah i mean after this i'm, t- I'm tweeting on the on the podcast account that tony d'angelo is Coots's favorite player <laughs> 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 That'll get good reception from all the fucking. No Sean Couturier picks, just oh, age wise. We think in just age. No one picked Couturier. Uh, Coots was in my mind. I'm but not building around Couturier. Now. Yeah, I picked around a younger. I picked a younger player to build. You around have to him. consider just for the validity of the question. You got to consider injured. Can't build yeah. around okay. injured player. He's not on the current roster, is he? It's technically not on the 23 man roster. Right. All right, that's the next question. Um, TK. All right, next question. When do you start bringing up some of the young kids that are succeeding in the AHL or college, I guess, as the season progresses? Um, obvious answer for college. I don't think that'll happen. You got to wait until the end of the season. season. The season ends. The college correct. season. Yeah. The college season. So the After the college end, season ends, he, so he for, can, they can go yeah. to the AHL, and then you can bring them up from there. I think that's what happened with Bobby Brink last year. Yeah. So the obvious answer for Cutter is obviously that's the college player yeah. that we're alluding to. He's coming immediately. Like he's going to yeah, get his, yeah, yeah. he's gonna get his nine games. They might not want to burn a year of his contract. So they might only play him for like nine. Just because like he's gonna be so good. Why would you burn a yeah, year that of that makes sense. entry level yeah. deal? Um but I think this is more for the AHL players. So we're thinking like the Tyson Foresters, obviously Cam York, who started the season on the Phantoms. Um, who else is down there? I think those are Zade Wisdom. Beats me. Zade Wisdom. Yeah, sure. If you want to include him, go for it. (laughs) Um, I think York and Forrester are the two guys that we're probably going to allude to here. Uh, I'll let you guys start. I'm not really. Yeah, for me. But 
It's it's actually a tough question this year because there's so many players that are coming back from injury that it would usually be like around like right after Christmas you'd start seeing some of them come up, but that's sort of lining up where guys are going to be healthy and they're going to start sending guys down. So it's tough. I I mean I, I don't would... know man. Like you look at this roster, it's like we've already seen like. I mean, like I knew everyone we want to see, we've already gotten like a little taste of this year. Like Zamula, we've seen a little bit of it. York would be the first I mean, one to come up, but that's not the we question. Saw, when when like, are they coming up? I know, but like I would, trying to... I would think you'd have to make a trade first before any of it happened, or we'd have to be so fucking bad again. Like we'd have to go on. Yeah, a 10 I'm gonna say either. that you just um... <laughs> you just answer the question for me. I'm gonna say like post trade deadline. Yeah, that's the obvious answer. That's the yeah. It's, I mean, that's I think that's I think that's one of the only answers because we'll probably have moved a, a key player or two by then. If I mean, what, dude, what key what would player? You do what if key we player? Travis Connect. Do we have Travis Connecting? What would you do if we moved him? As soon yes. as I start coming around on him, wow, that's yeah. not on the question list, but I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> um, if I lost my two favorite players in back to back years, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> Who would be your next favorite player? I don't think we've we heard dude, the past I think two it's years. Cutter. Been... I think it might be Cutter now. Cutter's oh, your favorite player now? He hasn't even stepped. <laughs> it would have to be Cutter. <laughs> on Flyers' eyes. Uh, I love Hayes too, but the three of us I mean... would have to chip in like Suicide Watch DG if he <laughs> 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 gets traded, dude. Or the put a net around dude, his house. I'll change my That's name just... on Twitter to Suicidal Gritty instead of Drunk Gritty. <laughs> You'd get kicked off pretty quick. Yeah, maybe not. So? Maybe not on yeah, Elon's yeah. Twitter. Elon lets people hate on Jews on Twitter, so <laughs> I don't know. Let's all say, say that DG is Jewish before anyone comes at us. Before anyone cancels me, yeah, I'm a happy. I'm a happy. I can I can say the word Jew. I can make fun of us. Jesus Christ! Can you okay, stop saying it? Yeah, can we continue? You know, I'm gonna it. you know I'm gonna lead into the next question here because we just answered that. I want to. <laughs> um, just so DG shuts up. Uh, <laughs> oh, look, he's having, he's having a ball over there. He's having a ball over there, laughing up the That's a great night, boys. Oh, yeah. That's all the night, buddy. But, um, yeah, so the next question is the player that we would expect to be gone, but will actually be back and stay on the team. I have I have an answer to this right off the bat, and I think so it's an I. obvious Go ahead. one. Um, well, actually, I have two, but I'm only one just for the sake of the, the exercise. So, free agent at the end of the year, hurt to start the year. I'm saying JVR. Oh, um, he won't so have bad. like obviously, obviously for a, a huge disc. Like he's not going to make anywhere near seven million. He's probably going to get a couple million on a one year deal. Um, especially if he what stays hurt or if he gets I, hurt again. I, but I'm going to say I'm going to say it because I'm going to say it because this is the move that would make me the most angry. So I'm yeah. going to be preparing for it <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, I wanted to I'm say I wanted to say JVR, but I thought all you guys would start yelling at me. Um, dude, so I, I think we all respect and love JVR. It's just like it's time to it move is, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out! Why couldn't you be this? Like, why couldn't we keep him when he was good? No, we watch, dude. watch, dude, watch, dude. It's gonna be trade deadline. Chuck's gonna be like, I'm not getting as enough good offers. We're just gonna, dude, resign. Gonna we're get, gonna extend him for two years. I'm telling you, he's gonna get, if he gets traded. Obviously, you picked him to not off. get traded and stay on the team. Yeah, I see him as an incredible fit in Edmonton. I think he would be very good on that team, especially like ne- next to McDavid. Like, Mc- yeah, he's the fucking he plug, stand in the third plug on the line yeah. that he's going to just get so many goals from McDavid. 
I just think it on it to me, it's honestly almost a no brainer. I think Edmonton should approach. They can get, what are they going to get him for? Three and a half mil. I mean, they need, I mean, I don't, def- I don't, they I need def- JVR defenseman wants first to win. for Edmonton. He's, I mean, JVR has pretty much stolen the bag for the last entirety of his whole, whole contract. So, well, I mean, if you're trading him he at wants the trade to win. deadline, he's going to go to a somewhat of a contender. Then, yeah, it would be three and team. a half. It'd be half his salary would retain probably. Unless are yeah. we are we mm-hmm. already retaining salary off other contracts or no? We are, and I think there's a limit. There's only there's two slots. You only get two, two at a time. Oh well, Drew's is gone. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're retaining any for Giroux. No, I don't think but we are. Does dead cap count? Mm-hmm. Like buyout, buying out offer? No, no, no. Okay, buyouts don't count. I don't know, but uh, that's a great salary. answer. Anyway, yeah, I'm uh, saying JVR. JVR. All right, I'm gonna go and let me know if this. This is allowed. I'm gonna go with Morgan Frost. Yeah, I was damn. That was you took my answer. I'm gonna go with Morgan. Explain, Frost. explain yourself. Why wouldn't it be allowed? Oh, I don't know. I no. just like I. Yeah, if, we hate him. If but, he didn't yeah. matter enough, I don't. To pick I don't hate. Him. <laughs> okay, let's be clear. I think Johnny hates him. I, I don't. don't hate I don't hate him. I don't hate him. him. I don't have hate for any <laughs> any player in the Coots, NHL. Coots despises hate. him. He doesn't know who we're Rebecca. talking about. <laughs> Frost? You're talking yeah. about Frost? Yeah, Frost. Frost I don't despise Frost. I, I just I the, you can go on. No, I want to hear your point. No, I'm just thoughts. saying. I think there are a lot of people like that are just like he's a punching like, bag. They hate right on now. Frost so much right now. Punching like bag. and it's just a, kind of annoying. And like we all know that he's not really producing like he should. So like just everyone chill out, you know. I think the frustration is definitely warranted, but like it's not. But like when people, it's, everyone just loves to dogpile. Everyone there loves are some to people because really they're easy obsessive. likes. Because they're easy likes. Yeah, yeah they but, like yeah. having likes. They like getting new followers. That's the they do- like beating Dr. Up on Evil Gritty way. <laughs> oh, I'm not just saying Doctor Evil Gritty. I'm just saying like people in general. Like when they choose, when everyone decides on one thing they hate, like they don't waste any time dogpiling on it and being one of the guys, you know. Okay. Anyways, yeah. so, go and continue so with your explanation. Frost, Frost is still young enough to be, and had had a you know, um, you know, he was a good, highly touted prospect. So he he still has he can still be dangled at trade deadline and be part of a trade. Um, I mean, for me, for him as a as a player, like you don't have to, for me anyway, put up points to be a productive player but you do have to contribute in other ways. But when he's not, he's, he's just like a, a guy out there for me. And yeah, yeah a lot of I, it was the expectation coming in, but even regardless of that, you got to show it, you got to play. And he does some nice things, has one nice play in the game and then disappears, takes a bad penalty, which like, you know, coaches are always going to hate. And uh, especially towards. Yeah. Towards hates penalties I, more than anything in the world. I think you can dangle him, and a GM will think, "Oh, well, he this guy has some skill. We can like put him with our coaches and our guys, and we'll get something out of him." And to all the fans that are like, "Oh, well, we can't trade him because then what if he's good for that other team?" It's like, "Okay, good, fine. He was never going to be good here, so let's get something for him." Yeah, people don't understand that ideology that like Dude. maybe a guy's just never going to make even if he has talent he might just not be in the right situation yeah and it was the opposite thing when we when people were arguing about 
the Flyers not taking McCarr, where it was like, well, if the Flyers took him, he wouldn't be as good as he is now. It's like, no, he would be as good as he is now. <laughs> He's a good fucking player. He didn't even need any coaching. He was just automatically incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, But one thing I do want to mention about Morgan uh, – I honestly think recently he's been a lot better, especially on the power play. I think he's on power play one now. And as we saw the other day, we had two power play goals, albeit on a McKinnon-less avalanche team um, for like most of the game. But he he showed spurts, and I think he's been a little bit better. But I think, Z, I think you got it right on the button. I think that is the answer to this question. Because personally, like, He's a guy that is going to be dangled, but I don't think anything's going to bite enough for Chuck he, slash Danny Briere's liking um, that he's probably going to end up staying and we're just going to see him out for another year or two and see if it works out. JVR, I think he will get traded. Uh, it, I mean, Show, Showing spurts isn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like, No, I, I totally agree. Uh, you got to be consistent in this league. Um, but I guess I'll go next, and then Coots, you can – pick up the garbage whoever's left um i'm going to pick another name that people probably want traded but probably isn't going to get traded because we signed them to a terrible contract <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to pick rasmus Risto. yeah <laughs> rasmus uh, Risto. <laughs> someone say line in no okay yeah 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 um Shut up. i don't it think i really weird. have to explain this much but i don't know if Torts loves Risto that much, and I don't think Risto has a place on this team's future. But because of the terrible contract that Chuck signed him to, I don't. He's gonna be probably be dangled. Hopefully, I don't think it's movable. I sat yeah, like I, I know it's only a little over five, which in a rising cap age, yeah, five five point theoretically 1. should be movable. Uh, but five we might have to take a four but more. Let me actually let me pose this question. This you take a bag of pucks to get Risto out of here, or do you um, want to get like a second round? Pick well, like, or something I don't like know. That? Like, dude, we gotta try to get something. We're not gonna get what we what we gave up, but we have to get something. The for thing him. is, I wouldn't. Second. I don't dude, think the thing is, that back. The thing is, I just wouldn't trust Chuck with more cap space. I I <laughs> don't trust Chuck. What do you making... do with five million? I don't, I don't trust, trust him. anything he does. Yeah, I don't trust him making any more decisions for this team. He's done. He's absolutely he is an done, idiot. Look. Yeah, it's just like he will get fleeced. He'll retain salary on him and trade him for nothing for like an AHL Retain salary with four to five years left. Yeah, he'll retain <laughs> salary on him and trade him for like, uh, uh, you know, an ECHL player who, who he thinks is real tough and good, Hayden Hodgson type, and uh, we'll get nothing for him. But at least he won't be on the team. <laughs> That's a plus. Yeah. I want everyone gone. I don't, and it's it's Coots. astonishing because he was the guy to trade at the at last trade deadline, like the guy. Yeah, he, he was the, the guy, guy that other teams would have bet on, but you can't trade him with the salary at trade deadline at least because without retaining, because teams are up He's against the years cap. Left. The teams that are good are up against the cap. You know so what you have to do is you just, you just got to take a player back that has salary too. Yeah, but. Usually teams are looking to uh, add I said it earlier, Edmonton, Edmonton, No, teams actually, other teams actually have smart GMs. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Edmonton for uh, Puyarvi? No. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Do I, would, I so. would do that. They wouldn't do that. 
Yeah, 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 I would do that. I, I would do that too. Would. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, but they wouldn't do that. Um, anyway, Kutsi, fin- finish off this this question. I just, I I you guys kind of took my spot, guys too. But I think uh, Sedlak's one of those guys that like you know seems like a one and done kind of player. You know, grinder ish. What are you gonna trade him for a third? But he's gonna well, no. It's just a guy. It's like, just a guy. Like that a guy won't that's... come. I'm not saying he'll get traded for, but I'm saying like he probably won't come back next year. But actually, he will. I think oh, Torch okay. likes him a lot. That is the question, he'll... DG. That's not right. It's not, yeah, it's not reduce feel... Kutz's thoughts. Hey, dude, I'd love to have Sedlak like back. Someone say Kutz. <laughs> no, I'd love. I think Sedlak's actually a good fourth liner in yeah. this league. He um, is. But... He was playing the first line the other night. He's also but on he our can... second power play. <laughs> I can see him kind of being like, uh, like maybe people think he leaves like like Hartman or the guy from on the Ducks. What's his name, Grant? But yeah. um, but I think he'll have <laughs> another year with us. I think Torch likes him enough to bring him back. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been pretty solid. Uh, but I yet like again, him. like it's it's like it's it's the, it's what we've been known for. It's like we always have perfect bottom six players that are true bottom six players that are perfect for that role. You just can't ask them to have top I love six it. minutes. I love how you say like, oh, Selak, he's a great fourth line player, and everyone agrees with you. But if you say Morgan Frost is a fourth line player or AHL player, everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, he's he just needs to play with the right guys. They're not giving him a chance. And Selak has two more points than him. I know it's wild. <laughs> Let's have Coots uh, lead off the, the the last question. Yeah, he's, he's been going, going last for every single time. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said All right. anything. All right, so last question for the episode, and then we'll wrap things up here. We got a fun one. I think probably the best question of the night. Fuck Mary Kill. Risto, Sanheim, D'Angelo. Who asked this one? D Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Eric. And uh we already know Coots' opinions on Shouts D'Angelo. Out so I'm I'm very interested to see your thoughts here. Um as much as I think that D'Angelo would be like a wild fuck. <laughs> um I, I'm thinking I think <laughs> We are off to a start here. I think I'm gonna <laughs> Kill, kill him, get rid of, get rid of him. A little too chaotic for me. Chaotic energy. You're killing D'Angelo after you said you'd build around him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my fourth wild. question. Wild, different questions. wild episode for Coots. <laughs> yeah, but but this is a whole different question. This is okay, not hot. Yeah, it's a different. Nothing can save you now. And I, no. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I think he'd be a great like little he'd be crazy a great lay, <laughs> great lay. But I mean, I think it's a little too chaotic. So I think you're I think... supposed to think about it hockey wise too, not about sex. Oh, like, oh no, I thought we were actually doing. I fuck, thought Mary we were kill. being like legit. Yeah, because what would fuck be in, in a hockey sense? Fuck, like Mary would be long term yeah. contract. Kill would be trade him DG, or cut him. Are... I was playing actual fuck Mary kill, but them as yeah. players, but like not I'd, actually. That thinking. didn't even. DG is such a cross my mind. Yeah, kids, oh, okay. keep doing your thing. You were doing yeah. That. You're doing um, the right way. I think, uh, you know, I think Risto. You know, I, <laughs> I think, I think that's gonna be my fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ha- handsome lad. I, I think there's can't wait to, to follow him. this one. There's something to him, so I think I'm curious. You know, Sandheim. I think he's all reliable. I think he'd be a nice, reliable, good, good person. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna back Coots's picks on this. I think he nailed it. I think uh, I'm killing the shit out of Tony D. Um, not even yeah, not, South, like not, not, even, for, not even for other reason. Honestly, not not even for any other reason except for I just you know you, you just you gotta fuck Risto. Like you gotta. 
you gotta figure that out um and then you gotta like like sandheim like you're not gonna kill sandheim you just you just want to marry him he just seems better um he, he just he seems like he would just be great to so, hold hands with you know? nice so, can you elaborate on you gotta fuck risto you gotta figure that out dude you gotta you gotta got figure that out stick. Yeah. You got to figure oh out that wrench, God. dude. All right. Jesus Christ. I'll go last. Come on, Z. Uh, I mean, Dalt said it. D'Angelo, crazy fuck, right? Great, great lay. I'm fucking Tony D. I'm fucking, I'm fucking Tony D. Because let me, let me, uh, let me go a little, go backwards to go forward, go forwards to go backwards. I'm killing Risto. Just because he does nothing for me, I'm killing Risto. He's gone. So now, so now I'm choosing between Sanheim and D'Angelo <laughs> to marry or fuck, right? So I gotta fuck D'Angelo because I don't want to deal with marrying him and dealing with hearing about all his politics for the rest of my life, right? So you I'm know, you don't want to hear about D'Angelo. Trump for the rest of yeah. your life. <laughs> One night lay, great, right? Great sex. Then marrying Sanheim, farm boy, respectful. Are you the hold on before you get to the whole marrying situation? Are you who's uh who's the bottom and who's the top in this? Uh, can we not go into we're not going that far? Dude. Don't Come on, this. we're talking about hockey here, DG. DG's been over Stick for mind. TK. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna involve TK into this somehow. I can't wait for when DG goes. <laughs> oh lord, we already All gave right, him a two hander to begin the episode. <laughs> I think, we'll Z, I think I think Z, 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 Z would Z you like screen. to finish your thoughts? He literally went off screen, fellas. Do you want me to here? You want me to do mine and then you can wrap up your Sandheim? I was done. I'm done. He's okay. just a sweet farm boy. I'm marrying him. He's upset. He is a nice oh. farm boy. Right. I'm, very, I'm very upset right you, now. You can stay quiet until you have to do the outro. All right. So I guess I'm last here. Um for some unspoken reason i just didn't think to think about the actual like having sex and marrying aspect i was thinking about them as a hawk from a hockey player point of view like who do i fucking hate and want gone who so do i like in the shower? and then who do i want on this team going forward that's what i thought about it so with. fuck is like i like the guy okay. yeah i like but his skills him oh. no i love okay. who i I'm still married. think it still matches up with my answer <laughs> no it does it's going to match yeah. up with your answer potentially uh, i'm killing risto because I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> Just not one bit. Um, I am going to I'm gonna fuck Tony D'Angelo because I like him as a player, but I um I don't know. I just don't think he's he's not a player that you don't want to bring him up, be... you don't want to bring him home to the folks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like fuck. Like he's a dude who you just don't want to deal like people can't get married and have the same politics like i don't want to listen to the fucking bullshit that comes out of his mouth every day for the rep for the rest of my life basically no, and then and then sandheim it we, we all said it like he's a farm boy he's a nice little guy i think he'd be a perfect marriage and then from the hockey player point of view i think he's easily the best out of the three players and he's got the highest he's got the capability of becoming like being the best player out of these three easily um so i'd marry him just because of the kind of guy he is and i'd marry him because he's a good hockey player and i want him on this team all right basically i could everything i said yeah just in a better fashion 
better fashion. Well, I, you didn't have to deal with the fucking peanut gallery the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like I was me. out of energy, but I was out of energy yeah, by the time uh, DJ I had to go. I got to, uh, I deal with the peanut gallery on a, on a daily basis when we do this podcast. So yeah, you forgot the last part you blow in TK at the end too. I'm having an affair on Sandheim with, with Konechny during that marriage. Yeah. He'd allow it. Yeah, probably (laughs) a little three way. (laughs) Yeah. Bring him in the bedroom. Make it interesting. All right, that wraps up this episode of Time I Skates. Please like, comment, and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Time I Skates Pod and listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. I'm Z for DG, for Johnny, for Coots. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>